0: Coming live from Los Angeles, California, USA is our guest this morning. Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through their industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. And today we have Brian Kelly, entrepreneur, entrepreneur, trainer, speaker, a podcast host, he hosts a show called Mind, Body, Business show. Welcome to the show, Brian.
1: Hey AJ, thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Hello, India. Love you all.
0: Thank you. Thank you for your time. And India welcomes you, Brian, wholeheartedly, because not only you are a great podcast host, but also you'll bring a lot of insights into understanding of how one can saturate the market with their message. So that's what we'll be talking about. And Just for the audience, uh, entrepreneurs hire Brian to stand out in the marketplace and attract a steady stream of ideal clients because most are extremely frustrated due to the fact that they simply can't figure out how to do it. So he helps entrepreneurs to saturate the market with their message through live video shows combined with proven automation strategies to get them more exposure. So Brian, firstly, you are the automation master. Why do you say that you are the automation master? What
1: do you bring to the table? It's funny. I did not even say that I was that. Someone else coined me that. So I liked it and I said, I'm going to go with it. But what happened is I, I found out over my life time and time again, anytime I started any new deal, any business, any process, I looked for ways to automate it any way I could. I've always been about efficiency but it's, it's more than just about being efficient. It also automation increases quality because once it's done correctly, one time you've got it dialed in, you don't ever have to change it again and it will never make a mistake going forward. So it increases the quality that is, that is being represented of you, you know, so it helps your brand, your image, your business to come off with more professionalism. But I grew up, um, and before I knew it, I, I wanted to get on a computer. And this is back when computers were just coming into uh, existence, really. And I remember taking my first programming class way back when I was in my gosh, I don't think I was 20 years old yet. And I loved it. And I loved that I could write a program once and it would execute flawlessly as long as I wrote it properly over and over and over. From that point forward i thought wow i can do the work once and reap the rewards infinite number of times so i just became really i just love automation and so everything i do uh it has automation sprinkled into it uh heavily as heavily as i possibly can to help make my life more efficient to make uh it more high quality and everything i've just said already it's just uh it's it's a godsend and now a lot of people A lot of people are jumping on the automation bandwagon, and that's a good thing.
0: Right, right. Now, one thing uh, is that India has a lot of small businesses, uh, freelancers, and especially in the U.S. also now with a great resignation, that stuff. So what would you tell these small entrepreneurs, small businesses? How should they look at automation? If you can tell them, because many think that Two things they think, that it's very technical and that it will be difficult to adopt. And second thing, it may be very costly. So they just go through their old methods of doing things, whereas a lot of things can be available free. So what would, be, would you want to share that with, especially, you know, small businesses and entrepreneurs?
1: Yeah, I mean, I used to do everything myself and manually. And what that does is it takes an individual to burn out. You will burn out over time, and I did. I burned out on several uh, projects as a result of that. And it wasn't what does it cost to put in the automation; it was it costing me not to. You know, so now I'm I'm halting a complete project, completely finished. I'm burnt out. If I had put in the investment of time and money up front for the automation, I would not only be making more money; that would more than pay for the automation. But I would be not burn out, and I'd be present and there's another part about it about the tech side of it i know that that can scare a lot of people off and what i've done, i'm a tech guy and i've hired a va agency to take care of the day to day on the tech side so there are many out there now that are qualified all you need to know all you need to know how to do is to direct them i want this done i want x y and z go do it Here's my automation platform. I want you to log in and take care of it for me. And that's how I operate today. I have a lot of that outsourced uh, even now.
0: Right. Right, Brian. So now, today, you are not just a great entrepreneur yourself. You train a lot of entrepreneurs. You tell them how exactly they can get their ideal clients. There's a continuous flow of ideal clients. And for that, a very important thing is the flow of message them. And that is where you talk about saturating the market with with your message. But I would like to understand from you, what exactly you mean by saturating the market? Sometimes some may think that if I go out and uh, there might be overexposure. So please explain what exactly is uh, saturate the market with your message.
1: Wow, that's a great question. I've never been asked that. It's really about hitting every avenue of marketing you possibly can with all you've got. There are so many wonderful, amazing ways to market oneself these days that don't even cost money. We're doing it right now where we are able to be out on social media platforms live. Then it will be recorded. Then you can repurpose it into audio podcast form. And many, most of those are little or no money to do that. And so saturating the marketplace, saturating means cover it completely as much as you possibly can. Uh, within your means, within your resources. If things cost money, you don't have the money, find ones that don't until you are uh, solvent and you have enough money to pay for expanding your reach even farther. And do it with diligence. Look at the ones that are actually getting results for other people first, and then consider adding it to your mix and your strategy. But if it doesn't cost a thing, there's no question, you do it. If it's on a platform that meets with your value system and all of that that goes into it.
0: Right, Brian. So you have the message ready and you have also know your ideal clients every you want as many clients as possible but you don't know where those ideal clients are and how do you use your message to make it reach to your ideal clients because because of online and you are a tech guy who knows better than this your clients are everywhere it's not just in the neighborhood even mom mom and pop stores are selling beyond beyond cities. So how would you tell bring those two things together for an entrepreneur, for a small business owner, uh, that message is going to the ideal clients across? How do they know where exactly their ideal clients and which message and how should one reach? them?
1: Yeah, it's a two-pronged approach. One is do a live show like you're doing, AJ, and like I do, uh, and that is to establish your authority. You know, another way is to write a book. I like I think live shows are more powerful because a book, once it's written, it's written and it never changes with a live show. It's new every week and it's more widely uh, distributable than a book and it's instant. Uh, So establish authority. And then once you've done that, where is your client market or where's your target market hanging out? Uh, one great resource we all have access to, at least as far as I know, is Facebook. If you go to Facebook and look up groups that are in alignment with what you're looking to work with, people that you're looking to work with, join those groups and then start picking out some people in those groups and message them directly and start a conversation. And yeah, it's about good old-fashioned one-on-one relationship building. And a lot of people don't want to, you know, I'm all about automation. You're probably going, "What are you talking about?" If you're supposed to automate and email blast thousands of people at a time, the thing is, is with marketing that doesn't work like it used to. It used to work, but these days it's more about using automation and messaging to more people, not for the purpose of selling, but for inviting them to give them value for no no cost, and then pull them in and then become uh, get personal relationships built from that. So with you, AJ, what you're doing right now, what I do on my live show, I strategically bring on guests that could potentially become a client of mine or exactly the opposite. I might end up being a client of theirs and that's happened many times. So it's I never go at it as a transactional approach. It's, we're gonna provide value together. If there's a fit for us to do business together, one direction or the other, it's gonna happen naturally and organically. And I think that's the way business should operate these days is organically and without all the hard sell tactics and buy my stuff and aggressively reaching out to people. It's about relationship building.
0: Right. Two things here, uh, uh, Brian. One is the video. You seem to be a good proponent of video. I agree with that, but just for the audience's sake, to understand that you are a a proponent of video and that too live shows. And then there is the business person and what you propose to say is that listen man uh, early in the morning or whatever time in the afternoon or at night instead of looking after the business you start doing live shows to get to your client how does these two things match again uh, wh- how can a business think their mindset is only in terms of business they don't know about Video, you are a tech guy, you can learn about it. Even I've got a bit of a content background, journalism background, so I can still think about it. But somebody who is like a doctor, somebody who's an expert of a particular line or a business person, if you tell them about live shows and just not videos, then how do they put all those things together and how do they get started?
1: Please. That's another great, great question. And I had originally, I've been asked that question many times by the people that were on my show that I would interview. They said, Brian, can you show me how to do what you do? Cause they were on the receiving end of all of my automation. I sent a lot of automated emails, text messages, getting them prepared for the show, letting them know where to share things, all kinds of stuff way before the show even starts. And I put together a very comprehensive do it yourself course that consisted of 60 videos. And I passed it through a beta test group of people who, those people that said, can you show me how to do what you do? And not a single person made it past video number 10. And that (laughs) told me right then and there, no one wanted to do it themselves. Even with ABCD, easy to follow instructions, they wanted it done for them. So my advice to those who are in that quandary wondering, what do I do? How do I start a live video? Is get somebody who does it as a service. I just so happen to do that. I'm not here to advertise my, my service but I am a big fan of outsourcing everything I possibly can these days. So I'm working on the business or in the business and not so much, or the other way around on the business and not so much in the business, in the minutia. Uh, And so outsource, outsource, outsource. You'll find that your life is just so much more enjoyable and your business will be way more profitable in the long run. If you get things done that are outside of your wheelhouse, they're not in your lane, your swim lane of, of knowledge, That's when you decide, I need to outsource to somebody who knows how to do it and let them take care of all the headaches. I'll just show up, hit the go live button and be the best host I can be.
0: Right. See, you are adding one more work for the entrepreneur. You first, you told them uh, you go to the ideal client. Then you told you look at the video part of it. Now his mind is already full and you are asking him to find somebody else who is again very uh, talented and who is the right person who will do podcasts or live video shows for them. They are not even able to find the right skill sets and employees for themselves. How will they go and know about who exactly is the right person for them? Again, who did they go to? Because this is also a very important thing. Because somebody else will be representing them online. Their face will become the face of their business. That's a big thing. How do they again go about that?
1: Yeah, there there aren't that many out there, to be honest. I've looked because it's in my field. Um, I'm, again, I'm not here to advertise myself, but you would just come to me. And if I don't have, if I don't know everything to get the solution that you need, I am not going to take your money and say, you're going to be my client. I'm going to say, you probably are better off going on, uh, on with someone else. And I may know somebody. Uh, it, odds are, I will know somebody depending on their needs. Maybe they only want audio podcasts done. I'm not the guy for that. I'll I'll gladly give research. I know one guy I can think of right now that I would send them to, who's a dear friend of mine. So it's just about reaching out to one person, ask a question, don't be afraid. Uh, If it's me, I'm not gonna sit there and say, it's gonna cost you $500 to talk to me for an hour. It costs you nothing to talk to me. And I will give you advice, whether we're a fit or not is not the point. It's about helping people to get to that next step, no matter what.
0: Right. And so why not use it means if you are an expert, you are an expert. That's why you are on the on the show. So let's talk about you. You are, you know, you are an entrepreneur, you are an entrepreneur trainer. Also, you are a podcast host who does live shows. You bring a lot of value to businesses. So and and all these things can be done remotely. So how do people connect with you, with a person like you? But right now you are you are here. So how do they connect with you? How do they take your help? engage with you understand with you obviously that does not cost any money for talking to you for 15 minutes and all and then once they are satisfied happy with what they have got there in the offer they can go ahead so how do they do that that part i in short sure, is very important
1: there's a great starting point for everyone i put on a free 100% free masterclass once every month or so i've got another one coming up in about 3 weeks and they can just go to peakmasterclass.com as peak masterclass.com free registration i sell nothing on this masterclass nothing is for sale it's all about getting you the initial knowledge of what it is to do to put on a successful high quality live interview style show and why you would want to do it and what the purpose is how you use that in your business what results it can give you for your business and there are some things that people will go i never thought of that it's there are some shocking elements in there where so many people are looking for, well, how many people are going to be watching us live tonight, AJ? It's like, it doesn't matter. And people will go, what? What do you mean? Well, how many people like, love, download, and and review? I always, I always say, there'll be some, but it doesn't matter. And they'll go, what? So go to the, the master class and find out. And uh, we, even if you can't make it live, we offer a replay when it's over. And I just, I'm putting the finishing touches on a recorded only version. Nothing's for sale. So it's not like one of those green web, evergreen webinars where you're like, oh God, he's trying to act like it's alive. Uh, I'm pretty clear about it's not live. You can tell, uh, but I'm trying to give it in so many different ways so that people can get the information they need to then take the next step. And that could be to reach out to me and have a chat again, no sell and, and no no hard sell is going to be involved. Let's see if I can help you. If I can't, I'll find somebody who can. Always take it to the next step.
0: Right. And tell us more about the mind and mind body business show, because that's also integral part of what you offer.
1: Yeah, it's about what I call the three pillars of success. And it's mind as being mindset. And that's a powerful, uh, positive, and most importantly, flexible mindset. These come from these qualities come from successful individuals that i studied over a, a period of about a decade these are personal mentors of mine authors of books other individuals i've met at conferences that became my mentors i mean a lot a wide and varied uh, net but they all had these three elements mind being mindset body was literally they took care of themselves physically and nutritionally and then business it's multi multifaceted but it really comes down to mastering all the skill sets that are necessary to develop and grow a successful business, like sales, marketing, team building, systemizing, uh, leadership, I mean, there's a lot of different skill sets. And we, I, what I do is I bring on entrepreneurs from all over the world, and we discuss various topics within, the, within those three areas to help the people that are listening to get to success faster by just simply modeling or copying the guests and their tips and what they're giving on the show.
0: Right, so that that's a lot of good stuff on your, show so how do people get to uh, listen to your show watch your show what's the best way to do that
1: yeah the best is just go there's a website the mind Body i know it's a long one the and you'll see who's coming up uh in future shows and their dates but there are buttons in between each one that says where and how to watch click on any one of those opt-in and all we do is give you an announcement when we go live the next time you can either watch it live or see the recording we'd rather you come to watch live for the engagement part of it we often put up comments live we ask uh, i ask for questions from viewers that kind of thing uh that's the first and best way to get in otherwise you can just search for the mind body business show and find it on all the different, we're on 35 different podcasting platforms. We repurpose all of our live shows. That's what carpet bomb marketing is all about. Saturating the marketplace with your message we're on Amazon fire TV. We're on Roku. Uh, We have channels on both of those TV stations with our past shows. So it's about just flooding the marketplace. Here's what happens, AJ. So let's say you're talking to somebody and you're talking about a business that you are, that you, you have something, you solve a pain point of theirs, but they don't know who you are yet. What are they going to do They're going to search for you. They're going to research you. Now, if you have a live video show and you've been doing the following the concepts and strategies that we teach in the master class, then they will not be able to not find you. (laughs) You'll be everywhere. And then when they do find you, no matter where it is, they're going to click and see your show. And they're going to say, wow, look at the quality and professionalism of this broadcast. Then they're going to say, I have zero resistance, no hesitation. A.J., Let's go, let's go do business because that's one of the magical things that happens when you have your face, your emotion, your voice, they can see you, they can, they feel like they know you. Well, you've achieved one of the biggest issues in marketing there is, and that's the know, like and trust factor. And you've done it without even physically talking to them. They looked at you. So it's just an amazing thing. Live video is the absolute best right now, the best form of marketing uh, that I can see on the planet.
0: Absolutely, best form of marketing so let's talk about marketing here, bigger companies, agencies, brands. Why are they not able to use or integrate podcasts or live videos, uh, of podcast like us into their marketing scheme of things? Because I'll tell you what, if podcast agencies approach, they just want to approach and bring you a guest. They say he's the best guest or she's the best guest, but When it comes to advertising, then they will go to somebody else. So the podcaster is obviously he or she has to pay their bills. So there is that mismatch. But leave that aside at the moment. There is still not much of marketing integration of podcasts happening in a direct manner. Why is it that it's not happening the way it should be? Because there is a lot of value. But small businesses are able to see it. Independent consultants are able to see it. Others are also seeing it. And bigger businesses are also able to see it by their CEOs coming onto the podcast. But their marketing departments are not able to see it. Is it that they don't want to uh, uh, invest anything in the podcast they want to get value out of? Or is it something else that is not getting into their minds? How do you see it, Brian? I'm asked. Several questions uh, for an answer, which is uh, still needs to be found, you know, because it's very important for marketing as well as the podcasting industry.
1: Yeah, with any company, marketing should be the biggest budget, or a lot of the biggest amount of money for any budget uh, for growing one's business. And no doubt the big and successful corporations are no different and i don't know the answer why they don't but i can uh, i could probably surmise that they have done the research and found that the time that it takes and the resources it takes to actually put it on maintain a successful high quality podcast may not be in their best interest given the fact that they're already crushing it with their other marketing avenues so it may not be that they they may see it and realize it's of high value but it may not be a fit for them because what they're doing elsewhere in their marketing, different you know, live, uh, television commercials, things like that, might be pulling in enough to where this would be too much of a pull and take too much away from their core marketing structure that's working for them now. It's just my uh, the first thought that came to my mind. I don't know the answer for sure, but I could guess that it's possibly so, so, that so it should, just doesn't fit I their marketing strategy.
0: Should, should, should we understand that whatever other tools that they are using that's already saturating the market with their message?
1: Yeah, in different ways, sure. Yeah, I mean, they marketing is the lifeblood of a business. So if they're a large corporation, they did something right. <laughs> and they did something right in the line of marketing. And if they're not using podcasting, that means something else they're doing is working or they wouldn't be in business, period. Uh, it's funny because you, know, you had uh, COVID and all these other things, it was interesting seeing how people were laying off their marketing department first. It was like, that's like cutting off your lifeblood if you're not marketing, you're not making, you're not in business. And uh, so they've obviously found something that their focus is elsewhere. It could be many of them are getting those prepared and ready. And we might see a flood of podcasts coming up. I don't know, but you know, you've got big name influencers that are out there all the time. Grant Cardone is doing stuff. Um, uh, Joe Rogan, a big name, not so much from a business standpoint, but it helps him and his, it's about branding yourself. It's about branding your company without, literally making it a business-based podcast, in my humble opinion. I I always say my podcast, my show, is not my business. My show is there to provide value for the very reason I just told you, AJ, is like when they go to search and find more information about me, their resistance and hesitation of doing business with me will be almost gone, no matter what that business is that I do. It won't matter at that point. They're going to say, hey, I want to work with this person because of the way you're put out there, that you put yourself out there in a high quality manner. So it just may be that they don't need it. The larger corporations at this point in time.
0: Okay. So what about the podcasts, podcasters then? Because if small businesses want to look at podcasters, then there has to be podcasters doing this particular, uh, these sort of live shows. So what is the future for them as a podcast host? How do you look at the future of live uh, shows for podcasters in terms of marketing other businesses? How do you look at it?
1: I think it's crucial. It's critical. I mean, like, I think it's the number one form of it for all small business uh, and entrepreneurs right now. uh, For all the reasons I specified, it's about uh, gaining your authority, higher credibility, no like and trust factor but you know, it, it takes some time and it takes some effort. It's like, it is like writing a book. A book takes, can take a long time to write as many who have authored one. I'm still in the process of doing it. And it's no different than a show. A great guy named uh, Lewis Howes, a great entrepreneur was interviewed and asked the question said, Lewis, if I were a brand new guy and I came up to you and I said, I want to start a podcast. What would your, what would your advice be to me? He said, first you want, you must be consistent. If you're going to do a show once a week, It must show up, it must be dropped on that same day, at that same time, every week, without fail. Number two, and more importantly, is if if you are not right now ready, willing, and committed to do that, no matter what happens, for three years, even if you don't make a dime, if you're not ready to commit to that, then my advice would be don't start one at all. And he is spot on. He himself, a very prominent entrepreneur, did not monetize directly from his own podcast for five years. And a lot of people go into podcasting and think they're going to make money from sponsorships and all these other things. And that can and does happen, but it, I think it's far less frequent than anybody realizes. And that's why I use a different approach. Strategy is to build relationships with people like you, AJ, and guests that I bring on my show. That has gone far, much farther for me in my business than audience members, sponsorships, and all of that. When I can focus on the guest and not the numbers, I'm a better host. I'm not stressed. I'm, I'm more of an abundance attitude, not scarcity. It just feeds itself in a glorious and wonderful way.
0: Right, right, right. You have answered it very, very well. In fact, not only from the entrepreneur's part of uh, point of view, from small businesses point of view, but also from the marketing point of view, market bigger companies, and also uh, i asked some tough questions that were to understand to look at the future which is very difficult to look even from podcasters podcasters point of view because going forward they all have are have to come together to be able to make best use of this medium called videos whether it be live interviews or recorded so thank you very much for this and my last question is how do people connect with you if they want to connect with you so that people can do where are you most available?
1: My goodness, I'm on I'm on live all the time. Uh, <laughs> Facebook, you can get me at Brian Carl Kelly. Uh, you'll see my picture there. There's a lot of Brian Kellys, but Brian Carl Kelly. Um, yeah, you can email me directly, brian at reachyourpeakllc.com. Uh, and if you have questions, and uh, I would say uh, also just go attend the masterclass, register for it, then you'll be in our database and you can, can you can ask questions directly from there as well uh i feel an open session where we i do a q a and then i let people uh also get a free one hour no cost no sale ask me any question you want after you've been through the master class now you'll have questions i want to answer them for you and i'm not going to sell you on anything
0: wonderful wonderful brian thank you so much for coming on to the show
1: thank, thank you thank you thank you